Welcome to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body are strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Mark Bruce coming at you with episode 43 of the Fit Strength Performance Podcast. I'm also going to be putting this on YouTube in relationship to our performance recap, which would be episode 17. Um, But just some new changes in my life. You know, my wife and I just had our second son. Um, He's doing well. He's he's quite the ball of joy, quite the grunter. Um, So, if any of you listening, you know, you have kids, you understand the the changes in your your system, your structure. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's a little harder to wake up at four in the morning to record an episode and have the freedom, um, you know, to get all this stuff done. And so right now, I'm just trying to figure out how can I get all these, this all this information out. So with this episode, today, I'm going to talk about should athletes be lifting to failure? This is a topic that, you know, it, it's, it, it comes up a lot. I have parents ask me questions like this. I see athletes do this. You know, there's the internet, social media really muddies the water. Um, and I'm really going to preface two different avenues in this com- conversation. So one being, you know, focusing on athletes. The other one focusing on adults because both are similar, yet both are very different. And as you see, if you hear the grunts, you know, I'm holding my my five, my four-week-old who's, you know, he's a bit of a grunter. So we're still going to try to get after it with this episode. So should athletes live to failure? You know, there's always a time and place, but we have to, we have to be conscious that an athlete is a different beast. Any athlete, you know, I work with a lot of basketball players and volleyball players, but you know, it's very typical for all sports, youth sports, high school sports, you know, all these kids, they're going full, they're playing full year, they're playing all year round. And even if they're not in this club season, AU season, preseason for their actual season, they're still training. You know, I know kids who, you know, they're gym rats, they just will go to school till three, then, you know, they may come to my gym at four. And then they'll go home for an hour and then mom and dad drop them off at the gym where they'll hoop for another three hours. And that's great. But, you know, in supplementation to that, I'll see athletes who also will train on their own. And when they're training on their own, you know, they're trying to follow suit with what their buddies are doing or what they see on the Internet. And they end up doing these lifts where they're lifting to failure. So what does it mean when you're lifting to failure? It means you're going to go to a point where, you know, your your body is not going to, um, you know, it, it's not going to be able to do any more reps, right? So it's, it, it's complete exhaustion of that muscle. Um, and the goal is, is pretty much hypertrophy and or could be muscular endurance depending on the rep schemes. So I'm not a big fan of lifting to failure with a lot of lifts. So let's start with those movements that I won't lift till failure and why. So number one, 
I would never lift the failure for the compound lifts, right? So that could be your trap bar, that could be your bench press, that could be your squats, cleans, um, you know, overhead pressing, you know, movements like that that require a lot of central nervous system demanding. It requires a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of control of the entire body and uses a lot of muscles. So why wouldn't I do that? You know, so if I look at a trap bar deadlift or a squat, Right. If I have an athlete who's trying to improve their performance and I'm having them do leg press, you know, because I, I could do that back squat, have them doing bench press and I have them lift till failure, you know, that's going to be extremely demanding on the body. And the only the only thing that matters is adaptation for athletes. The only thing that matters is that an athlete is going to be able to adapt to that training stimulus, respond, whether it's improved force production, whether it's going to be improved rate of force development, improved power production, whatever it might be. So if athletes go to complete exhaustion in the weight room and then hoop for three hours and then they go to school all day and then they have a game that night, you know, and then they're stressed, right? Then their body's not going to adapt and then they're going to be beating themselves into the ground this is where injuries occur. And I don't, honestly, to me, the worst thing that can happen more so than an injury is just not getting results, right? Because athletes work really hard to get results. So when you lift a failure for these big compound lifts, which is super common if you look at these bodybuilding programs, right? If you look at a bodybuilding program, strictly aesthetic, if you look at these giant, um, you know, internet influencers, these giant bodybuilders, right? They're doing squats till failure, because they're trying to get complete muscular exhaustion for that hypertrophic effect. And it works for them, you know, because they're not an athlete. They're not hooping afterwards. They're not playing a sport. They're not putting in that stress on their body after, um, you know, after their training session. You know, so bodybuilders may train for 45 minutes to 75 minutes to 90 minutes, and then they're done for the day. They're just eating, recovering, sleeping, you know, doing those little things to make sure that their body is... Um, going to be able to handle handle the next training training lift. So that's why you know I wouldn't lift till failure because athletes you know they're doing so much they're training so much outside of the weight room right that the weight room is this you know gray black area right it's this it's this area where you know the this the the big rocks are are the the skills the the little rocks, the supplemental rocks are going to be the training stimulus as far as trying to improve performance. Excuse me. So this is where, you know, athletes need to recover. Now, when would I train till failure? So I need to look at the athlete's weak points. You know, what could be causing them to have some injuries? What are things that need to have that, what are the muscles that have more, um, you know, more of those type one fibers, the muscles that are more endurance based, right? So there are some muscles in the body, the body parts where I could train till failure. Some of those may be like, you know, the muscles surrounding the hips, the glutes, them, some of those may be like some upper body lifts that are those accessory lifts. So if I have a basketball player, a volleyball player who's super, super skinny and could be having shoulder issues, could be having some hip issues, right? I may push the limit when it comes to like some, you know, leg curls, when it comes to maybe some single leg step downs or some posterior shoulder movements, um, movements like that or, or calf raises, you know, where we want the Achilles to have this long um, durable ability 
to to handle constantly running jumping cutting and same thing with you know pelvic control right so i could do some you know prone internal rotation um you know pull aparts with a mini band where athletes are going 10 to 15 reps and they can't do any more clean reps right so those could be those movements where i go till failure you know but for also basketball players I don't want to go to failure with the arms either because I don't want them crazy sore if they're going to do a skill workout or have a game that day. Um, and then also the next day, if they're crazy sore in their triceps, biceps, and shoulders and have to go shoot, right, they could, you know, their their jump shot could be off, right? So we also want to be conscious that basketball players want to perform well. Volleyball players, right, they're going to go to their volleyball practice the next day. So if they're crazy sore going to practice the next day, that means that their their muscles are super tight. And if they don't stretch and prepare those joints, those muscles, that's when we get an injury when they're performing their, um, you know, their sport. You know, so those are those situations where I wouldn't go till failure because it's all about recovery. Now, I will always say it depends. So why might it depend? Because everyone's different. You know, there's some athletes who can just recover well. So this isn't to say like, hey, go out there do a program where you train till failure and see what happens. You know, if you perform way better, you're getting bigger, like you're gaining weight, you're feeling stronger, you're jumping higher. And this is where you have to track. You know, this is where you have to track your progress. You shouldn't just go into the weight room aimlessly saying, hey, I'm going to do my this workout that my buddy does Monday. And then next Monday, I'm going to do the workout at fit strength. And then next Monday, I'm going to do another friend's workout because then you don't have any routine. You don't have any you know, data, so to speak, to see if it's working. So this is where like I could be wrong and I'm okay with that. So you have two options, right? You can train till failure, see what happens. Are you jumping higher? Are you moving better? And then you can you know, follow this more of an uh, um, this RPE method of training. And this is what we do for our athletes. We always say we want to stick between like a six and nine, you know, so week one is always acclimation. Give me one challenging set, something where you feel like your body's being worked. And then every week we're going to push the limits, right? Because that'll show us that linear, that linear periodization. That'll show us, you know, some of that, um, you know, that, that load, those loading schemes where you can handle the stress. So if I have an athlete who comes to the gym, to my weight room, and they're never sore, but they're jumping higher, you know, they're performing better, they're getting stronger. I'm happy, right? I had a kid yesterday tell me, he's like, coach, you know, I went into the gym and I felt super bouncy, you know, super bouncy. And I'm like, awesome, right? He's someone that he may not feel, he hasn't felt crazy sore after every workout, but again, he's showing that progress and he's showing the ability to handle more and more stress, right? So we can intensify the lifts. He's balancing, you know, the skills training, the extra skills training and the, the strength training. So then when, who, who are those individuals that should train till failure? You know, I think adults could be okay, depending on their training age. Because if adults are just lifting and then they're going to work and then that's what they're doing, maybe once or twice a week they're playing a rec league, you know, they could get away with training till failure. I still wouldn't have an adult train the compound lifts to failure because those are very demanding exercises, right? So if you're an adult out there and you have a leg day, you know, I don't know if I'd advise you to put the bar on your back and go till failure, right? Unless you have a huge training background, right? A huge training background. 
and you know you can handle those stresses. Um, but if it's arms, if it's like leg, you know, hamstring movements, glute movements, um, you know, more of those isolated quad movements, you know, I'd be fine with that. Because again, as long as you're recovering afterwards, you know, at later that night, the next morning, you know, you're doing some recovery work, you know, I think you'd be fine. But you really want to make sure that you're recovering after those training sessions, you know, because I've seen it time and time again, adults who are, you know, very into the weight room, they just lift super, super heavy, they just train to failure. And then that's all they do. You know, they're not stretching, they're not cooling down, they're not doing any, you know, cardiovascular work, and they can get just get more tight, more tight, more tight, losing mobility, losing mobility. And that's when you start to see the elbow, wrist, shoulder, hip, knee, low back, you know, issues like that. So I hope that, you know, brings to light kind of this idea of should athletes be training to failure? And even, you know, when can adults train to failure? Um, That's my take on it. Right. There's always a time and place. It always depends. Right. So everyone's different. But from an athletic perspective, I never advise training those bigger, bigger lifts till failure. Um, And then it's always about that programming. You know, so just to piggyback off that. Right. If you have a lower body day, you know, I wouldn't advise like, hey, let's do squats really, really heavy. Let's do leg press really, really heavy. Let's do lunges, sub max and let's max out on like extensions. A lot of stress on the quads and the knee joint when you're then going to go hoop later on that could have its issues in itself so athletes really need to focus on training like an athlete versus train versus chasing that aesthetic look that your non-athletic friends are chasing just because they're not playing a sport you know so they can get away with way more volume because they're not doing those things on the court or uh, you know in the field like you are so thanks for tuning in. Again, that was episode 43 of the Fit Trend Performance Podcast. Like, share with a friend. Um, I really appreciate the support, and I, I look forward to hearing talking to you soon. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this episode helped you get one step closer to reaching your goals. Real quick. If you enjoyed what you heard and believe this is valuable information, please like, comment, and share. There's no paid marketing with this with this podcast, so the only way to get this information out and to help this podcast grow is if you share this with a teammate, uh, a coach, an uh, athlete that you know is looking to advance their performance. So again, please like, share, and comment. I'm doing this just to help the masses and help athletes, coaches, parents just get to the next level, do it in a healthy way, in a way that's going to prolong athletic development and athletes' careers. So thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show.